Beating Alpha. This is episode 89, and we have two great wow. guests uh, in front of you that you're going to see in a few seconds, uh, Caroline and Diego Mpiana. Uh, so both of those people are from UK Property Investment Solutions, uh, helping you to build wealth through property. This is going to be all about real estate investment, property investment in UK. And uh, I'm sure they're going to bring a lot of great, valuable topics, nuggets, strategies, uh, how you can build your real estate business at actively or by investing into with somebody else. So for more information, you can visit DNC Property Investments LTD on Instagram. Of course, uh, that's going to be a link to the website and to the Facebook group also. So our Facebook page. All the links are going to be down below, so make sure to follow that. So, uh, guys, welcome to the show. I appreciate you uh, being here today. Thank you, Matthias. Thank you, Thank you Thank for you having me. us on. That's no problem. That's no problem. Happy to, to, to be here. So, listen, first question first. Do you want to just share with the audience how did you start it to create this real estate business? For what reasons? Just to share your journey. How did you get involved with the real estate business? Yeah. Go on. Me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll start. So, uh it, it's, it all started with uh, just looking at a way to create, you know, some sort of cash flow or passive income whilst, whilst we were uh, still working full time. Um, you know, reading books, trying to edu educate ourselves, we came to the conclusion that, uh, you know, if you want to be wealthy, if you want security, real security, you need, you need a multiple stream of income. You need uh, cash flow. You need you need to buy assets, and you need your asset to to, to work out for you. Uh, so I started looking around at stuff to do, and you know, uh, ended up uh, reading a few books that led me into looking at property. And uh, I then introduced Caroline. Uh, so I was the, <laughs> the first one in there, and then you know, obviously uh, for. As a couple, you know, for you to go forward, you need you need to work with your wife or your partner. It's always good because you can only go so far on your own, you know. But if you've got people behind you to support you, especially get them involved, and then you know you go you go very far. Uh, so this is how we ended up in property. She's always liked you know property as well, um, and uh, you know we just decided to to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to look into property because it's just the asset, you know, uh, you look at the big banks, the big institution that they invest in property in land. And it, it's been known for years and years and years. And it's an asset that's very, very strong yeah. and rarely lose its value. Is that yeah. understanding of what an asset is really mm. kind of... Um, foundation so it's that you know idea of something that's going to be bringing in rather than kind of taking out which i think a lot of the time there is a little bit of confusion there like even for me certainly before um, getting into property i i can you know kind of put my hands up and say that initially i you know i, I didn't have that understanding and it's sort of not the sort of thing that they teach you in school um, about, you know, what is an asset and mm -hmm. how can you um, kind of generate that income to give you, like you just said there, that um, that freedom um, that 
and for for us i think mostly it's about it's about freedom it's about that time freedom i mean we've got two young children um but you know we're working kind of all hours of the day at the minute mm. um but we're we're building something that will allow us to um kind of step kind of step out of it almost mm. uh, but for it to kind of still continue to still continue to grow continue to build mm. um so that we have that time with our kids but also we have a large extended um family just kind of dotted everywhere um all over the world and kind of you know we we're not we're not free to be able to do other things with our with our time so that's kind of where um where we where we came from yeah. and kind of why we're we're doing it yeah yeah for that yeah for that freedom mm -hmm. makes sense makes sense total sense as diego mentioned you know there's like uh, you made a good point talking about the banks and the big institution companies, you know, like insurance companies, all of these mm. companies, even though they're selling, you know, insurance uh, for the people, you know, as to kind of protect themselves, you know, and the, you know, from any financial things happening in life, if they're unable to work or, you know, for, from those type of things so they can protect. Mm. So those companies protect them themselves by investing in, you know, the property, which yeah. as you said, you know, it's been, uh, known to be amongst the you know the wealthiest people on the planet you know part of it the portfolio that they have is is a big portion of it is real estate yeah, yeah. so it yeah. makes all sense and both of you guys yeah. as we spoke with caroline you know before she mentioned that you discovered this pink book so maybe you want to share oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe you would like to share some insights rich dad yeah probably on every um yeah. every business person's yeah. bookshelf yeah business in general um and also a lot of you know kind of people in property definitely mm. um and the the kind of interesting thing about it is it's not it's not strictly about real estate is no. it that you know that book yeah it's, it's um yeah it, it's just to get you more business-minded uh uh to to step out of the uh, conventional education, you know, where you go to school, get a degree, and then work for life. Uh, it sets you up in a different way. It, it, it allows you to, to to question, you know, the system mm -hmm. and yourself as well. You know, find out what is it that you're really good at and what can you create, like create a service that people can then, uh, you know, you can serve people through it. People can tap into your your the service that you provide and then that's how you know you can start making more and and and, and give more that way as opposed to you know just your job and being restricted to how much you can make i mean uh it's not it's not for everybody because it's harder you know to be self-employed than that but the, the the reward and the end the end game is i think it's it's worth it it's bigger you know you get a bigger reward as opposed to the, the conventional route. Uh, you can look at COVID at the moment. Uh, a lot of people are losing their jobs. Uh, I was li listening to LBC. I don't know if you've got LBC in, uh, no, it's, it's just a radio station, London uh, broadcast something. Yeah, I can't remember, LBC. But, uh, and, and a lot of people are ringing in at the moment. Uh, you know, they, they've lost their jobs, they've been made redundant. Uh, and they, they don't know what's going to happen to them. 
uh, and and that's the thing you know so if if you're prepared you know via this book the uh, rich that poor that if if you if you follow the principles you can start you know create uh, some sort of service you can create a business whether it's property podcast uh, anything else you know anything that you can do to look after yourself so you don't have to completely rely on your job but you can you can make it happen you can create stuff yeah. about thinking what uh, what yeah. there's a call, what there's a need for yeah. um and kind of bringing that to the market mm. um and it, it's about giving isn't it yeah. you're yeah. giving back um because that's how you're going to sort of generate the, the most sort of income is by creating something that people want mm. people need mm. um and you know people are always going to need homes to live in um so that that's kind of part of what what we're doing like where we invest in halifax there are quite a lot of just um like substandard um accommodation um and you know some of the houses that i've been in like to do viewings and things like it's 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 heartbreaking to think mm. oh my god so like literally last week somebody lived in a house like this and it's and it's awful mm. um so to kind of think do you know what actually at the end of this pro um this project or whatever there is going to be a house that somebody's going to call a home hopefully for you know for years to come so you know it's 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 providing something that mm. people need mm. and have a right to actually yeah. come to think of it as well that that is very awesome because again at the same time while you're building your own business and portfolio and you know scaling that uh, at the same time you helping again you providing you providing housing for for a lot of people again you you're fixing up the properties making them nice and you know that that works both ways but my question is for you guys, because again, both of you kind of discovered that uh, self-education is the way to go rather than following, you know, the traditional education route. So how do you continue to educate, you know, during these times? Because again, the more you pour in yourself, uh, I think a lot of people would agree, the more educate you invest in yourself, the more business uh, you're gonna get, the, the more you'll be able to scale your business. So can you share some of the strategies or, you know, techniques or, like uh, sources that you educate yourself with at, at this current moment now in i don't know what people ever did before the internet like it is it's <laughs> there is just so much available and a lot of it for free as well like especially over the lockdown like i didn't have a lot of free time because i was working anyway still but um you know over lockdown people found themselves with all this like free time um and extra time so uh, a lot of like online courses have been you know put together over you know over this period um a lot of free content with like webinars and things on can, the go can i just ask a question because uh, again uh, i'm sure a lot of people would like to ask that question too uh would you believe that free content is still as valuable as the pay one um yeah yeah i would say you you kind of have to be careful with what it is that you're what you're watching there's a lot of re like real gems out there but there's also a lot of like junk <laughs> so it's uh kind of being being savvy um and clever at kind of looking at what is available what 
and you, you kind of have to go through quite a lot before you start to recognize which is the good stuff. Mm. Um, but there is definitely a lot of really good free content. Like um, I started off um, following and watching people like Jamie York. Um, he puts out a lot, a load of just awesome free content. Uh, people like Rob Moore, you know, there's always, you know, they're the kind of big players, aren't they? Um, and they do, they give up the free content. Um, of course, there's all, all, always the kind of next paid bit mm -hmm. um, and they're not going to give you sort of all of it for free. But you can certainly, if you're just getting started, you can certainly find quite a lot of good free content that is out there, useful things, um, just depending on what it is you're interested in, um, what is it that you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, yeah, definitely free content. Yeah, just to add to that, I think, I think with the free content, it's like um, it, it opens the door, you know, it lets you uh, figure out the guy who's putting the content out there, you know, what, what is he all about? What is his service all about? Uh, because if everything is paid for, then you, you, you're limited, you're limiting the amount of people who are going to come towards you. Uh, because there's so many stuff online at the moment, you know, if you start by giving like a, a free content, uh, people listen to it and they're like, oh, you know, this is interesting. And then you can have your high ticket, you know, high, is it high press ticket? Yeah. yeah. So, and then you can then invite people and say, listen, if you like my content, you know, can subscribe and I can get you more. Uh, because at the end of the day, I think that the paid, the paid content can take you to the next level. Um, but like a taster, you know, you can you taste stuff for free and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's like perfume. And, yeah, I love going to Costco for yeah. little free stamps. Yeah, you, you sample. You buy a bag there, yeah. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. rather taste. Yeah. Got it. Got um, it. So uh, again, for you guys who are watching uh, this free content, by the way, on YouTube uh, or maybe you're listening on, on iTunes, uh, this is going to continue to be free. We're not going to be coming up with some sort of a course in the future <laughs> uh, because this is the this is the way we just uh, you know give away you know by providing the time and effort you know to having these great uh, guests on just like uh, you know Caroline and Diego so they can share the message because the key message in all the things that we do is that you can do the same and you can go beyond mm -hmm. that and again if we want to leave this COVID time and we want to go to the better times it's a uh, it's an all together effort like everybody has to do something to move the needle so, mm -hmm. you know, and I love the, the, the way you guys give an advice again on self-education, Rich Dad Poor Dad, a great book. I like what you said, Diego, that people, if mm -hmm. they go and grab the book, they will discover a lot of great things that will open an eyes, you know, an eyes for them and kind of starts, maybe they will be able to see a few more opportunities uh, mm -hmm. during these yeah. times. So talking about the deals and the properties itself, because again, that's what people that came for the show kind of, you know, by the looks of the title is all about real estate. So can you talk about the deals itself? Like, first of all, maybe what, uh, what city are you currently investing in? It is uh, a small town called Halifax and surrounding. Uh, so it's in West Yorkshire, if okay. you have to bring up the, the UK map. Yeah, so the question is for you, and again, um, from the audience standpoint, why have you decided to invest in a small town instead of investing, you know, out of, out of the small town, maybe a different different place? 
like a bigger city? I mean, the, the location of Halifax itself is sort of mid, midway uh, between Leeds. Leeds is a big city uh, in Yorkshire. You've got Manchester, it's only half an hour away. Uh, you've got, so Leeds half an hour, Manchester half an hour. Like a commuter yeah, town. Yeah, it's a commuter town. So you've got Liverpool, which is 45 minutes. Uh, Bradford City is what, mm -hmm. 20 minutes. So, you know, it, it's near the big cities. So without the price tag. Without the price tag, that's the, the thing. Yeah. So, so we, co we um, concentrate on uh, BRR by refurbished refinance. Um, so the rental market, we also do some um, flips as well. So people that are going to be living in the this kind of small town are close enough to, you know, if they want a bit of life, <laughs> they can um, just commute out into um, Leeds or wherever. Mm -hmm. But they also get that country countryside feel because you know we're pretty much like right over there to Bronte country if you've ever heard of Bronte country um you know so the Yorkshire Dales mm -hmm. um so for you know people who like walking and all that sort of thing um Halifax itself has got loads of um like he um heritage sites things like the uh the peace hall um things like the uh, Lister's, uh, <laughs> yeah um Shipton, Shipton Hall. Yeah. So it's got lots of just um, really interesting little places within, but also you're just a stone's throw away from um, other things, whether it's the more rural type of thing that you like or you like the big city. You're not kind of, you're not too far. So the question is again, looking at the uh, population is 88,134. 88, uh, by the 2011 census. So what type of demographics are we talking about in, in your area? Like when it comes when it comes to the, you know, people itself, are we talking like, is it more student occupied? Is it more like seniors, working class people? Like what, what, what type of people do live in the city? Uh, I'd say there's a, there's a fair mix. Like mm -hmm. there's um, Hodgesfield Uni, not far. So people do live kind of sort of Elland way and they would go over to Huddersfield. So they are some students, which means things like HMOs and stuff um, as a strategy, like we don't do HMOs, but you know, they work in Halifax. Uh, there's a lot of big employers. So like uh, the big Lloyds, um, Halifax. Halifax are there, the bank. Uh, the bank. So that attracts obviously your kind of younger working uh, people as well um there's um the kind of older older people <laughs> they're everywhere <laughs> they're everywhere um so i um and then kind of young families so there's a lot of um like fairly good schools there's some really good schools and there's some not very good schools but you get that anywhere don't you so attracts young families and there's a lot of stuff as well to like to do like with families um you know like with young children things like um eureka which is the like um children's museum and things like that so it 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 does it like it's a big melting pot isn't it it's a mix of everything i wouldn't say there's you know, kind of one specific mm -hmm. demographic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, which is why it's really good as well, because a lot of different strategies, property strategies can work there. Um, because there are so many different people mm. and because you can, 
get out if you need to Mm. if that makes sense yeah Yeah. because if you look at the the population as well like you say there's there's probably not as many people as as a city center but we know well i i know a few people who've got hmos uh for professional and and they're, they're they're full you know because people can just come down it's cheaper to live there you've got your shops and everything that you need but you can also get good transport link to the big cities so and there's also like a lot of uh, money being put into the area by you know the local authorities and stuff they've um obviously recognized um the need there and they are um fixing up a, a lot of the different um kind of pockets um within kind of calder valley things like the you know the, the bypass or mm-hmm. uh, the station, station and train station, station. Mm-hmm. they're fixing up the actual the center um so obviously a lot of opportunities for you know em- employment they're obviously going to attract uh higher caliber i suppose of people who would potentially then be our tenants um so yeah it's 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 buzzing it's buzzing yeah. in Halifax for for it being so small there is yeah. a lot happening yeah yeah because I'm, I'm just looking at the dnc property investments.co.uk website which is your website i see mm-hmm. as you listed a few developments upcoming Halifax road this uh, town center so i see the photos Halifax bus, bus station leisure oh. center rail rail station so are these projects already in in development or are they just planning to to do those projects in upcoming years they're in the planning um phase for the majority of them i think a lot of them just kind of slow down a little bit what mm. with um covid um but the yeah most recent mm. updates is that they are you know they are going ahead they have got permission for yeah. these things to go ahead um so it all looks very promising the sixth i think the sixth form college is ready now actually yeah. Yeah. has opened Brilliant. recently yeah and um, the bus stop the bus stop should be uh on its on its way yeah the bus, yeah, station. The bus station sorry yeah so how is uh, that how is that how is that uh i mean like how is that uh just adds to the entire picture of your investment strategy because i mean if you listed that on a website it, it, that means it's pretty important so again are you looking into uh you know halifax uh, you know kind of part itself as a long-term investment place or is that what you're planning to kind of buy more properties in the future too i think you're gonna kind of relocate to different areas as well Mm. (laughs) um Um, i think for for us at the minute it is what works um a because it is growing and so there's if you know there's opportunities there you know for expansion as as the city as the town grows there's potential for us to grow as well we also don't live very far from it which is one of the reasons why um we chose it because we kind of live in a a, you know a couple of villages down from it um and we like that that we are you know we can just pop over and do some viewings without you know any kind of massive hassle to book trains and what have you to go and um see what we need to see and also we just we're really you know though we invest in property a lot of it is about relationships and about people and it takes a very long time to build relationships and to kind of 
build a name for yourself i mean we want we want to be the like if somebody needs a property in halifax they are going to go to caroline and diego right so all of that is going to um you know it, it takes time you know kind of um getting to know the streets because I, I don't know whether it's because it's small but you can get two streets next to each each other this one buy a house here and you're set but buy here and it's a little bit a little bit dodge and you know that though that kind of knowledge comes with time comes with um kind of walking the streets and um, getting to know the area it comes from making relationships with the estate agents you know that we can kind of go oh what about that street you know is that street okay kind of what's happening over there mm. so i think i think it's we're pretty settled there mm -hmm. for now. Um, I certainly wouldn't say hell no <laughs> to another opportunity if another opportunity came up elsewhere. Um, I think I think for our strategy as well, you know, you you buy to let it, it just works. Works there, the moment, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Might change in the future, but anywhere else so the question for you guys uh when it comes to sourcing deals like how do you find those is it mainly through the brokers or you kind of have your own personal strategy on finding deals um so we believe in having just kind of lots of different streams so initially we used to be estate agent we are going to the estate agent and like now more than ever, we recognize that that is, you know, not always the best because like the market is, I don't know about where you are, but the market is just crazy at the moment. Like with mm -hmm. prices, things are like just going quick. Um, so for that to be your only sort of marketing strategy, like it doesn't make sense, like duh. Um, so what we have always done and we are glad mm -hmm. <laughs> that we all kind of had that already set up um is we do leaflets as well we send out um leaflets we've got kind of targeted areas um that we send out to we've recently started trialing um magazine. magazines a local uh, business magazine well two of them two mm -hmm. local business magazines um just to kind of vary our pot a little bit um we all we also have our um direct mail campaign so you know we we target specific properties and we send um out letters to them on a monthly basis we also um are running facebook ads are trying to run <laughs> Yeah. Got it. So so the um, question the question, sorry for interrupting. So again, a question for you guys, because again, having multiple strategies on you know deal sourcing, uh what what do you consider kind of one strategy that works the best for you currently? What works best for us marketing yeah. wise? Yeah, marketing wise. Is, is it the direct mails? Is it Facebook ads? Which one which one like gives the best results so far? Um well I don't know. It I think it it seems to kind of go kind of in waves. Um and also certain areas will respond better to certain things. So like mm. um the you know when we started with our leaflets we had this area like we were like yes this is where you know we want to drop and this is going to be awesome 
dropped uh, 2,000, maybe over there, tumbleweed. But then the same leaflets, we drop them over in an area where I kind of like, mm, well, I don't know, you know, let's, let's see, let's kind of just try it and see. Boom, <laughs> lots and lots of, not, not the greatest leads, but the leads were coming in from there. Mm. Um, the letters, they kind of go in up, ups and downs, mm. ups and downs. They seem to, they, they don't seem to be a specific pattern um with the letters but you know we just keep going at it mm. um because you need to kind of do a few rounds don't you but the letters definitely aren't working at the moment because though um we we target um properties by the you know kind of the dates how long they've been on there mm. but at the minute they're gone before we've even had time to kind of send the letters so at the moment the letters aren't all that great for us um, the magazine is new, yeah, so magazine, yeah. we need to kind of monitor that a little bit. Um, and then fa Facebook, the thing about, great thing about Facebook is, you know, you've got that massive um, audience. audience, yeah, you got that great reach. Um, so far the leads have been coming in, but they haven't been the greatest of leads. But that's the thing with Facebook ads is you kind of need to um, test yeah. and mm -hmm. test. test. Yeah, and test a, again. <laughs> yeah, do, a lot, do a lot of A-B testing and, you know, paying a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah, which, yeah. of course, there is, again, free advice. You can get that free advice, as I mentioned before, which is sometimes yeah. good. Like, you can go on YouTube and find the ways how to do, you know, your best ever effort when it comes to, you know, doing uh, Facebook campaigns or all of that good stuff. So that information, of course, is available. But mm -hmm. the question for you that I wanted to ask you, one specifically about the deals and your investment criteria can you talk about what deals are you looking for specifically um so we can we kind of do we do two things um we are sourcing sort of sourcing to order i suppose you can say for other investors so with that side of things we're we're you know we're deal packaging so with that side of things it's really um you know, it has to be specific to what the investor wants. Obviously, we know roughly what's achievable in our area. So, you know, if you want to maybe, um, you know, you kind of start a standard um, BRR, a kind of maybe two, three bed property, you're going to be looking at sort of something like 100K. You're going to be um, looking to put in maybe kind of 12K to fix it up and, you know, bring that um, value. Yep. Yeah, add some value to it. Um, but that, you know, th those sorts of numbers are, you know, they, they're kind of fine tuned to the specific investor and what they are trying to yeah. Um, achieve and we would spend quite a lot quite a long time trying to um you know speak with the investor understand the investor where they're coming from where they're where they're headed and you know what is it what is it that they're trying to achieve and then kind of work back from there about how best can we um can we support them yeah can mm -hmm. we serve so um, i guess i guess the first question you know for for investors because i'm sure uh, like hands down, probably most of them, they just ask me one question, which is like the yield, you know, what's yeah. the return? 
that's what what everybody wants to know like if the person is is a real estate investor that's i would like to know like what's the return on that you know mm. i guess that's the main thing but like do you personally own of uh of some of the like rentals uh, at the moment not at the moment no but that yeah. that's what what i was going to say is the other side of things is we want to build our own um portfolio as well so, so the this, sorry, this the question is what you're going to be looking for in the future then what are we going to be looking for yeah. oh okay um are you looking specific like numbers well as specific as you can get i think i think um yeah go on Fa family homes yeah, i was going to talk about the house. family homes uh, yeah fa fa family homes uh you know your your three beds with you know garden they're good because you've got long uh tenants serious tenants who can stay there for a long time mm -hmm. uh and then you you know you, you you buy your 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 asset there and then you know it grows in in uh, value over time uh, i would say our two three bed uh terraced or semi-detached house with front and back garden those are the most popular um there's always going to be a market for that yeah yeah, yeah. so what would be that's it so sorry so what could, would be kind of your strategy when buying these deals is it going to be you you want to of course do you want to keep it long term after all when, yeah 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 so yeah so it'd be, it'd be you, that's when you're making money when you hold mm -hmm. yeah, yeah so kind of are you going to be banking on appreciation over time are you planning to buy those kind of I don't know in the uk maybe it's different it's called distressed properties kind of you know um if we can, can categorize them you know from scale to d dcba like is it going to be like d value properties you're looking to buy where you can like put a lot of work in like sweat equity and kind of uh add value increase the rents and you know refine it at some point like what are strategies yeah. are you looking to do in the future with those deals? yeah that that's what yeah. colin was saying brr you know like you buy your re refurb and your refinance where like you mentioned the distress uh property or not a property that needs uh refurbishment you know it's got an old kitchen old bathroom so you you buy it uh and then you you, you put the work in uh, you add value and then you can pull some money out that you can in, in, invest into another project but again trying to not maybe not uh, over leverage if you like you know not too much pulling everything out but if you can pull, pull enough out to then uh, go again you know add more let's say you invest sixty thousand pounds and if you can pull uh, 40 for instance, you're leaving twenty twenty thousand pounds in the deal. Mm -hmm. uh, you pull you pull forty, and then that money can be added uh, with some money into a different project, mm -hmm. and and then you keep going. Uh, the the strategy was one. Let's say if you buy two two houses, you can keep one, and then the second one would be like a flip. flip yeah. So so you 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 do it up, sell it, and then you you building your pot. And then you you know you keep you keep you keep move, move moving forward. Because otherwise you run out of money, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you run out of money, money pretty that, quickly. That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. That strategy, having one flip, kind of you know, flipping that, selling the property, you know, paying the taxes on that, and kind of rolling over, you know, this uh, access capital into the next deal. So it mm. makes sense. So. Yeah. Talking, talking about the deals, and again, we spoke about the kind of tenants and what is the demographics, you know, in Halifax currently. So mm. what are you currently seeing, uh, you know, as a strategy to 
kind of screen the tenants? Because I'm sure, you know, this is kind of one of the biggest problems when it comes to, you know, as I mentioned, if you want to have a tenant long term, which that means maybe that you have a have to have kind of right uh, tenant screening process to make sure that that tenant can stay long term because he's going to be the right tenant to do. So, Absolutely. so, so like, have you seen any of the like successful tenant screening strategies that you can share? We, we would use uh, like a letting agents that, that we know and trust. Uh, there are a lot of good ones who've, who've got, that's their job, you know, day in, day out. They've got the, the structure in place, the infrastructure in place. Uh, they've got some sort of screening um, strategy as well. So we will be working with them. Go to an agency and say, listen, Mr. Leighton agent, we've got this property. We, we would talk to them, first of all. Uh, so they tell, tell us which street is the best, you know, for the type of tenant that we're after. Once we found the house there, we know that when we go back to them and say, listen, we found the house in, on that street, everything is refurbed. Can you then start screening? They would have a list of people, a waiting list. People are already there. They've screened them. They know they're good. And then, you know, we, we, we work that way. Uh, we won't we won't go out and start looking for tenants ourselves at the moment. Maybe you know as 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 we grow, we decide to go into the letting market as well. We might end up doing that because uh, there's a, there's quite a few people who do it. You know they put their own letting side, so they buy their own property, they manage it. But at the moment, at, we don't really focus on it. We rather work with, you know, team up with with a late, some letting agent. So it's relationships who, who can, again. Yeah. Who, 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 We've got everything in place to to screen uh, the tenants, and I, I, I think like also there's only so much you can do. I mean, um, you're obviously really careful and you um, look into people's backgrounds and all sorts of things. But then there's things like COVID. You know, like you might have screened them to death, and you know they're great, but things happen. You know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you just you just kind of you you prepare yourself and you kind of put that into your numbers i suppose that um a kind of con contingency i guess because people they can't lose their job and mm. then what <laughs> yeah yeah you, you get as well you know with latent agents they've got the insurance some sort of insurance against uh, your void so by paying that extra uh, you know 10 percent or three percent even on top uh, for for management the you know as opposed to let's say everybody charges you 10 percent uh, but there's that guy who charges you 13 percent on your on your rent but it comes with you know your your insurance your, your void you know that if uh, your tenant doesn't pay the insurance will pay for for their rent you know you've you've got all that put in place and it's some sort of security that mm -hmm. you've got in your contract uh, so how is the, how is the UK overall like look at the tenants are there more like a tenant friendly place and uh, when it comes to evictions and those type of things I mean how 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 pro problematic are those things? Oh, right, they, they they were like the government is trying to protect tenants, uh, you know, so that they can stay in a property and, and, and the landlord cannot just, you know, chuck them out anytime. But I think, I think it works both ways. You know, if you've got a good tenant, you know, they want to stay, they're going to try the, the, the best to look after your property, 
pay the rent on time. Uh, and it, it, it's just if you're unlucky and then you end up with a bad tenant, uh, I don't know, you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, so, <laughs> but, but the government, do protect, which, which, you know, which we don't want people on the street. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to uh, ask people to leave just for the sake of it, you know. So from the get, yeah. no, from, from, from the get go, this is why you need to, 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 to screen your tenant, make, make sure you've got, you know, some genuine people there who, you know, the, 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, but, but the UK, you know, to, to answer your, your question, there, there's a lot of protection for, for, for tenants. For the tenants. Yeah. yeah the, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure a few people who are watching the show right now, maybe, you you watched the I think there is a show shows actually dedicated to those type of situations like mm. uh, landlord something it's called oh when they can't get them out yeah yeah, yeah. one <laughs> one of these shows and I, I remember seeing those it's like take it away or something was it no 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 not that one a different one yeah, yeah. I don't but, know one. Yeah. but th this is I mean there is a show who is dedicated to those situations so that means there is probably a lot of that going on in UK which is yeah, if the state if, if if the country itself is uh, you know in favor of of a tenant and mm. you, know, you you can kick kick the you know evict the tenant if something you know happens which mm. something he or she can pay the rent it, mm. it could be quite problematic and you say sometimes you just have to face it yeah. so but talking again about your own like uh starting to build your portfolio and you know getting those deals going like uh, can you talk about, do you have any deals currently in the pipeline? Are you looking uh, at some deals currently besides, you know, that you're sourcing all these potential great investments for your, you know, investors currently? Yeah, we're, we're always looking, always looking for, 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 for deals. Always, uh, like, the stuff that we always do is uh, education, you know, always learning, uh, staying close to the fire, like they say. Uh, so we've got that, we've got uh, viewings that we always do, uh, talking to, you know, the, the campaign that we, we were just talking about, you know, like do letters uh, campaign, uh, Facebook ads, you know, we're always, always looking, looking, looking at deals. Uh, pipeline, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. We've got the pipeline and uh, there are a lot of properties which you've put an offer in. Uh, it's not been accepted, <laughs> not been accepted, but it's still it's still in, in uh, our data sheet. And then we, you know we need to re revisit them, and then you never know the landlord or the, the the homeowner might decide to to you know take accept our offer later on. Through maybe if they've accepted something else. Yeah. Um. So that that's where we are at the moment. But the the market has has changed a lot at the moment. So things are going, they're a bit too expensive at the moment. Uh, so which means like the, the pipeline is as, not as big as, as it was, but yeah, we've, we've got, we've got deals that we're following, following up. It's causing your um, nerve as well, um, because it's very easy to be, you know, we'll, we, we obviously have our calculation and we know how much we need to pay in order for this yeah. deal to be a deal. Otherwise, you're just buying a house right but we have um 
we obviously know what our strategy is. We know what our numbers are. We know what works. And, you know, we put in the offer. But um, the agents are very good at just kind of, you know, kind of egging you on, <laughs> hanging you on. Oh, and just another, oh, a little bit more, a little bit more. But like now, especially, I feel like we're having to really hold our nerve and mm -hmm. like not budge. If that is our like limit, then like don't don't push it yeah, definitely it. so yeah. I, I do agree with you definitely because staying uh staying towards your like very strict underwriting criteria is very important as you said because sometimes uh, you know realtor might push you a little bit oh no it's just another ten thousand pounds that yeah. doesn't matter you know for them of course it doesn't matter but that's maybe maybe that's that's going to change your investment drastically because at the end of the day you need you know you need the money for for the you know uh you know for, for the fixtures yeah for the refurbishment so so that makes it that makes total sense and again by the strategy that you're working on it seems like you're looking for a lot of off-market deals which uh, again yeah. it's a great approach you know you, you're looking to find those maybe you know discounted deals before they actually go in the market so that's pretty pretty cool so can you talk about a little bit about your goals uh, specifically you know because again 2020 uh very interesting year it turned out to Gone. be <laughs> not yet not yet it's still, it's still, still it's still it's still, still going it, i mean there's opportunities definitely available when it comes to the financing maybe financing mm. is a little bit uh favorable right now and again maybe it's, yeah. it's harder to find the deals but look 2008 you know financing was off like maybe financing was there couldn't find the deals or maybe nobody mm. wanted to buy the deals because of the crash nobody yeah. looked at the real estate so it, it's never going to be the perfect moment you know no. for, for something no. But like when it comes to your personal goals, what you're planning to accomplish, if not this year, maybe next year, you know, when it comes to your personal portfolio? Um, for us at the moment, our kind of big drive is obviously getting our marketing on point. So we're, you know, we're bringing in those deals. We're also um, got a big drive at the minute for building up our, um, our investors, both investors, for the deal packaging side and investors for you know just kind of investing into our um into our business into our strategy um those are the kind of the, the big things for us because we yeah we would like to build our our own portfolio um but we're really concentrating on the packaging side at the minute so that we're um building up the pot for our um for our own portfolio yeah i'd say yeah, yeah. that's 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 the the aim between now and, and next year especially just yeah find loads of investors again. yeah mm. get get ourselves known you know like like uh podcasts like your yours you know come on post uh, on podcasts let people know what we're doing uh get people to get involved with with the business with what we do and you know grow that it's, it's about growing i think you know just just so your networks yeah. so it's just a shout out diego is doing currently a shout out for the people who have the podcast <laughs> that's it get Bring in touch in. Bring Bring in. In. come on <laughs> let's have a chat let's have a talk <laughs> Definitely. Then, uh, I, I'm, I'm on board yeah. with you, Diego. I definitely agree because now it's a good time to get connected with people. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Zoom is here. You know, you cannot meet people for a coffee, you know, jump on a Zoom, talk for a few minutes. Uh, yeah. Again, so many, you know, masterminds, network groups that are available again for free to join. And mm. you can basically, you know, 
leverage people you can you know meet kind of i mean it's tremendous time right now that uh, you can build your network from home yeah i mean imagine if you do something like that you know seven days a week like you're gonna meet seven brand new people yeah, you know definitely. imagine like 31 person a month i mean yeah. <laughs> we're talking a lot of people a year right here i yeah. can do even math right quick yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so so definitely, I encourage you guys, you know, to to go on, on more podcasts, you know, and just to spread the word because uh, mm-hmm. it, it is important, you know, in this day and age to be kind of known. So, yeah. but, so can you talk about your strategy a little bit? Because I think we didn't touch the subject yet. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to finding those investors that you're going to be sourcing deals to, yeah. I mean, how, how does that strategy work? Like, what, what do you do to make that happen? Uh, we, we, we sit down with them and then, like Caroline was saying, try to understand what is it, where is it that they're going. Some some people uh, want, let, let's say, they want to build a, a big uh, cash flow. You know, uh, they 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 want to put the money in, and then they want you know a quick quick uh, return on their investment. We could say, okay, fine. If you want to build your 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 pot that way, we can go into flips. Uh, we can start buying properties, selling them. And, and you know you, you're building your pool that way others might want uh you know like your hmo and that is, that's that's not something that we're offering at the moment but you know we can always advise them or uh, point them to the direction of people who do it uh, but at the moment what we're offering is is the buy to let where they we we have them buy buy an asset uh we do the refurbishment we refinance, they keep the asset, it's giving them a, a small cash flow every month. Uh, but over the years, you know, we're building the, the asset. So yes, it'll take a longer time to make a lot of money, but you're banking on the capital appreciation as well as that small uh, but consistent cash flow that's coming in every month. And over, over the time, over the years, you know, you, you're making your money that way. Uh, so it's yeah in a nutshell so investors who want to uh, build an asset you know using the buy to let whilst doing the flip as well you know to just replenish the cash flow i don't know if you want to add something else to it um we know few people who are doing different strategies uh, and it's about helping them you know if if they they want to go into the like the the hmo and an essay uh, for instance, where you buy units or rent to rent, uh, we can always say, yeah, that, that's fine. You know, we will put you in touch with people who are doing it. And if you're interested, you can, you can work with them uh, at the end of the, the day. If, if it's something that we don't, pro- we don't provide, we will help them in the right direction. Yeah. So the few questions that I have right here that uh, I'm going to have so many questions and sometimes oh, yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my mouth uh, doesn't work that fast, you know, but yeah. uh, it is like first question that I have here again, uh, the Brexit, everybody talks yeah. about the Brexit. And again, yeah. I, I don't have a clue what's happening, but what do you think <laughs> is, is it going to be happening? And if it's going to be happening, if, if it happened already, because again, I'm just lost in this subject, like how is that going to we're how, gone. <laughs> how is that going to affect the property prices going further? What do you mean? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, and and I, think, I, I, I think uh, it, it will be a bad move not to, uh, not to do anything, to just sit and wait. Uh, I think you should Don't just, wait. yeah, you just, just carry on as, 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 as normal. Uh, 
we we don't, don't know don't over leverage <laughs> <laughs> don't over leverage yeah yeah don't yeah uh, spread yourself too too thin so can, uh, can, can you talk about the financing what do you mean don't over leverage like how how would you sh- structure the the financing for the for the current deals and the current market situations in terms of um like if you're refinancing it's uh making sure that when you're doing your your calculations you're kind of we we tend to use um like a a, a stress tested um calculation mm-hmm. so we are using slightly higher um interest rate mm-hmm. so that um it should kind of the worst happen we've not um you know tried to pull out to um too much um we're kind of leaving enough in you know enough in the deal that that we're you know we're still all right we're not kind of putting everything in so we're we're still holding on to a bit of that um, some yeah you've got equity but you've also got some some liquidity um you know within your um within your properties as well so by not over leveraging what we mean is don't um don't put or don't put everything in but also don't uh make sure that when you're doing your calculations you are still able to kind of pull some out but you're still all right if you can't pull everything out so what so what will be kind of this perfect spot when it comes to financing like what what percent are we talking about like 75 30 like 25 or like what will be kind of perfect number i'd say 75 maximum don't go into the 80 85 uh, mm. because that's that's a bit much so if you stick to 75 and you leave 25 percent as your equity i think that's that's what we work with usually yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, let's say, so if the strategy could be, uh, again, depending on the deals, if it's going to be 60, like you, you're going to just do the 60% financing or 70, mm. 75, 80, could be 80 too much, or maybe 75 is way too much. Mm. But how would you use the rest of the equity? Like what strategy are you going to use? Are you going to put your own uh, capital in line or are you going to raise that 25%? Um, at the minute we are working on, um, raising so we are um, looking to work with investors who are quite happy to just kind of park it there for a little bit um, and have it you know kind of generating um, interest for them so so yeah so yeah how we're is that, how raising is that, it from is investors. That for- for for us, if you yeah. if you're buying a, a property, yeah. yeah. So so sorry sorry if, if those questions might be a little bit too technical, but uh, <laughs> I, so the the question is like because let's say I'm watching this interview, like I would be interested into you know investing mm. into one of your deals uh, potentially. Mm. So how would that investment from my side would look like? How like how how is it going to be structured? Mm, what do you mean? Like, uh, like uh, when it comes to minimum investment, is there a number that I can invest, you know, a minimum amount? Like, can mm-hmm. I invest a hundred pounds? Oh. <laughs> is it like, are you, are you looking at uh, being like a silent, silent investor where you say, okay, Diego, I've got, I've got 50K. Uh, I don't want to own the house. I just want to invest into one deal and I'm expecting a return, let's say, what, 6% or 10% return. 
uh, on the project. Is that what you're looking at, or you say, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Fine, I, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, that that is the question because you know everybody structure their own deals mm. in a different ways. I'd, I'd, so. I'd say I'd say. A good number would be about 20, 15 to 20 K only because uh, that can go towards a deposit, you know, your 25% uh, for, for a property uh, that can go towards a refurb cost. Uh, so that's enough to get a project going. Uh, your five, you know, if you've got like a 5,000 pounds, yes, it's good because it, it can help out in a project in terms of fees and everything else. But the, the, the higher the number, the better the, the return. And it, it also helps massively uh, with the project. You know, if you were just to, you wanted to, to, to invest that way. Uh, we would also look at, okay, fine. If you've got that money, how long are you realistically wanting to leave the money in for? If you say, well, I'm, I'm quite happy to give you that money for a year, for two, two years, that as well, you know, you obviously the longer you leave it, the better the return. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we look at, you know, discussing all that. So your time, uh, I would say between 15 and 20, because it's, it's more realistic, you know, um, uh investment yeah, yeah what you can do with it yeah yeah, yeah. so look looking at the current market conditions like in halifax uh mm. let's say you're going to start building you know your personal or residential property for portfolio so mm. let's say let's let's look a year ahead you you, you yeah. got you got a portfolio going you have you have more than a few properties under your belt are you going to be looking towards commercial properties you know retail office space like it is sometime in the future also yeah, it's, it's part of the pyramid, isn't it? Because uh, at the moment we're at the base of the pyramid, uh, like, you know, from the education, from, from, from talking to people who are ahead uh, compared to where we are, more experienced, we are advised to, to start with your, your, your boring stuff, which is your buy to let. You know, your family home, that's your base, that's the security. So once you've, you've got a few of them holding the pyramid, then the next layer is like your, your HMO and then your conversion at the time, uh, at, at the top. One, because when you go to a lender uh, and then you want to do HMO stuff, they, they want to know how long have you been doing it? Have you got any experience? If, if you've got your buy to lets and all that, that just, you know, it contributes to the lender being uh trusting you if you like <laughs> to you yeah uh so yeah we, we we will be doing conversion the aim of the game is you know when you start doing lands and, and, which which, yeah. is, which is by the way for people who are watching and, and if you're watching from from europe maybe you're familiar with the conversions but if from us mm. if for you guys uh, it, it's a very popular strategy amongst like uk ireland and you know so yeah. more than a few countries where mm. people just convert the existing residential space and add a commercial space to it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, or, yeah. The, or the other or way, the other way, way. around, yeah. Around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, turning it into a residential, yeah. into residential yeah. units. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's um, a few around where we live, actually. Of these, um, oh, and in, in Halifax, actually, it's an old uh, mill town. So there are a lot of these big, 
big mills, I guess. Um, and they, you know, a few of them have been turned into, some of them, like the Peace Hall, have been turned into, um, you know, quite sort of commercial mm. business units. Um, some of them into um, flats, apartments. Mm. So there's certainly, you know, the opportunity there. It's just knowing what you're what you're looking for and what you're trying to achieve and yeah and the demand i got it so it sounds like by the way you say it it sounds like somebody's else are already doing it right oh yeah oh yeah definitely it's doable it's doable yeah so talking so talking because again i like i love you guys you're awesome you're both together as i spoke with caroline you know you you're kind of both together in this business at the same time you you're figuring things out but you know you're making things happen you know and sometimes maybe it's a slow but it's for sure you keep yeah. doing it you're pushing it forward i mean you, it's you that have, consistency it's a consistent thing and it, it, it always takes time you know so that that's mm -hmm. what it's all about the show is about beating alpha you know <laughs> it's, yeah. all about, it's all about you know whatever you think uh, you can do whatever you yeah. think this high return is you can go beyond that More. you can go always can go be beyond the alpha you know this, yeah. this great investment so talking about your kind of personal personal goals the why reason why you're doing these things uh would you share some of your things like uh that you want to do you know in the future besides of you know building the company and having things like what are the reasons that are hiding behind building all this great business of yours um <laughs> well I'm, i mentioned at the start you know we've got um two young two young daughters and for me i think part certainly part of it is um you know gr growing up i never grew up in a family where you know business was the thing that we talked uh, talked about around the kitchen table um and i'm, I'm not really sure what the reason was for that because i mean well well i don't know i don't know but i certainly kind of in my mind would like to um sort of leave a lasting legacy for my children in terms of the properties but also in terms of like just being a role model um setting an example um you know where female and you know let's not get into all of that um we are black let's not get into all of that but you know i, the truth. I want to yeah i want to do to, to set an example for my girls um and show them you know i you know business is something that you know we can do and um do brilliantly yeah. um also like i mentioned we've got a a huge kind of extended family like um i was born in zimbabwe and um i still have quite a lot of family over there like my immediate family are you know over here um but the kind of larger extended family are over there and you know i don't know how much you know about zimbabwe but i know um, i know i know they have some currency that is Right, right, yeah. oh, right, and it's yeah. just. Um, <laughs> I remember. I, remember, I don't know. Let's I remember not get into all of that. Somebody, somebody show me. I just want to say that somebody <laughs> show me was like one billion dollars. No, right, yes. and I, I don't even know. Well, like they don't even have a currency now. Some about board notes, some about U.S. dollars, and it's just it's ridiculous. And part of it is like just the the infrastructure isn't there, the education isn't there, um, and you know I'm 
kind of over here building my thing kind of in this little uh bubble but you know like we talked about um giving and kind of giving back and i just kind of feel like you know kind of setting up the um our business over here having that kind of financial freedom is possibly going to be my way of maybe being being able to maybe go back there and do do something um i don't know what that thing is um but i'd quite like to be able to sort of do my part uh, my small part some way somehow um, so that's part of the thing that kind of drives me personally. Beautiful. Diego? Yeah, mm. yeah similar to Caroline, really. This is why we're, you know, we're, we're in this together. Uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, the thing I, I'd like to do as well, it's uh, for both both our parents, well, Caroline's mom and, and, and my mom as well, you know, just... Uh, just get them like something like, like a house or something something really nice because uh they they've worked really hard for 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 us you know caroline's mom my mom they've made a lot of uh sacrifice so i'd like to be in a position where i you know i can we can look after them uh you know financially um and then we can be there with them as well uh you know yourself if you if you work in you know you you're only limited with uh, the, the the amount of holidays you can have the time off uh, i'd like you know before they're not here with us anymore uh if you know we're in a position where we're financially uh independent uh we, we've got the time we can you know go go on holidays spend more 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 time with them and that's that's another thing that i'd love to to have uh family wise uh, as well you know just be able to to spend some 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 time with the family away somewhere and just enjoy life because everybody's busy everybody is busy, busy you know chasing busy. the money being busy being busy and then we forget the importance of of, of life you know what yeah. why are we here you know so i i'd, I'd oh, like to a, stop worrying about do you want to do you want to <laughs> start discussing <laughs> you know it's yeah. it just just bonding with the family bonding with nature you know i yeah I think I think we're too busy chasing stuff that, I, that yeah I'd like to be in a position where that's all taken care of and then we start looking at appreciating life. Um, I know we're we're doing it at the moment uh, bit by bit, but I'd like to do more. I'd like to help out more. I'd like to yeah just get in touch with nature. I think guys, I think guys, you know, like I love the fact that you mentioned all those things, you know, like giving back mm -hmm. to the communities back in Zimbabwe yeah. and, you know, like spending time with the family, but you didn't talk about, you know, the Lamborghini going for holidays, you know, in <laughs> well, France. I want that as well. Don't get me wrong. I want that what I'm saying, what I'm saying kind of, you, you have more, more like deep values rather than yeah. material things because at the same time i mean you you're educating yourself a lot about you know when it comes to like personal education you're reading i'm yeah. sure you're reading a lot of books consuming a lot of content free paid whatever but uh, you know you understand that it's again money is just a tool you know at the same yeah. time i heard this quote you cannot feed you know a starving person from an empty plate so you no. just need you just need the money which is a tool again to to help other people i mean you can yeah. impact you can mm. leverage a lot of things which is again time and you know do a lot of great stuff with money but that's all it is you know to the mm. thing which is what you're saying there's a lot of people who get stuck in a place 
where they think there is nothing else beside the money. Yeah. yeah, which is a, a scary part. And I was listening to somebody recently, actually, and um, she was saying the, the sort of the more you chase money, <laughs> the further the further it kind of um, goes away yeah. from you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for us, and and we have sat and talked about it, you know, a lot. This is our Saturday night discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out out anymore. Um, is you know, kind of having that solid. Um, understanding of sort of why we're why we're doing yeah. it because like i mean we could have just kind of stayed in our jobs you know it's a got a pretty good job i've got a pretty good job you know we'd have, we'd have been all right fairly mm -hmm. comfortable but like comfortable just kind of doesn't feel mm -hmm. enough yeah. you know there's you know like you just said beating alpha there's there's more there's got to be more mm -hmm. um yeah. to life really mm. oh there, there is so much more i mean and uh like uh, you know it's a fun journey definitely because you you yeah. you the more you know there's there's this quote you know uh, of a president current president of the united states again i'm not gonna get the political <laughs> but, uh, i just i just love the quote of his because he said you know the the harder i work the luckier i get and again <laughs> with, with that with that quote uh there is more to the life that opens up you know in front of your eyes when you just work more when you produce more when you look for ways to add value Whatever yeah. that might be, yeah. is, it, is it the property? Is it uh, your investors? Is it the tenants? Uh, things are gonna start happening, you know, and then yeah. that's the way the life works. So. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Diego, appreciate it. Have you, you dropped guys, the mic as well? <laughs> <laughs> you guys nailed it. You, you guys been awesome today. I really appreciate you, you know, for, for joining me today for this, uh, uh, you know, it's been like 40, 50 minutes. I don't know, but time is flying. But guys, uh, uh, one thing that I would like for you to share one last thing is uh, like where people can reach you out uh, to kind of, you know, get in contact with you about potential investment deals if uh, they're looking to invest. Uh, maybe they have some properties, you know, they're looking to sell. So what will be kind of those main social platforms for them to do so? <laughs> the social media queen. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are on Instagram, DNC Property Investments LTD on Instagram. Um, we are DNC Property Investments on Facebook. Um, we are on LinkedIn. <laughs> but it's, yeah, you've got to search Diego Mpiana, M P I A N A, um, on LinkedIn to get connected that way and also we've got our website www.dncpropertyinvestments.co.uk mm, got it so as always guys and girls those links are going to be included down below so it's easier for you to follow definitely make sure that you get in contact with these people because these are awesome people you know and you can become part of their journey because again uh, it, it's a team sport uh, really yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely is a team sport so I'm sure there is a few people watching. Uh, if you're from Ireland, you have some deals going on in UK, or if you're from UK, make sure to, yeah. to contact these people because these people are great. So guys, uh, I really appreciate you today for joining me on the show. It's been a good Thanks fun. for having us. It's been, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been good. No problem. So guys, for you who are watching this episode, just one thing as always I'm gonna ask you, if you just share this episode with a friend, uh, the one who might be looking for ways to learn about real estate investing, how to invest actively, passively in the deals, make sure to pass that along. Again, uh, thank you again for you guys for joining me today. And as always, I'm going to see you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Thank you.